1: Got him, beach balls of life giving them truth in it Scream of Revolution with only a few minutes My sentiments exactly everything that we do punch Another reason to turn the volume up Shish, know what we stand doing Set the ground when we're there. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now, now that of reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine, any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, go with it, keeping the on so the block, don't miss it. Welcome so to the city, stand up. JJ James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reign here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines, detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel, we rock with them for what's Defense. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they seek? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek?
0: You tuned into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. I go by the name of DJ Focus.
2: And girl Dice
0: um, day um day dice What's let's, up go, with let's
2: it? go halfway through y'all whoo what a week
0: what a week so far
2: yeah this week has been fire the topics have been off the chain interviews once again i've enjoyed everybody that's come on the show this week so
0: yeah it hasn't been a fire week we got a chance to um sit with um kendrick lamar's uh latest uh video and and uh song selection yeah um I thought it was very powerful. I know that's probably like one of the trending topics right now. So we will break the show open talking about that briefly. I thought it was really powerful. Um, Kendrick has always been thought provoking when it comes to how he delivers his rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the message for me, I, I, I told you, I was sitting there watching the video, which I'm like, Oh, this yeah. is fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going through my head like, okay, yep. I'm about to send a text. I'm about to send a text. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Kendrick uh, we need you to come on the show bro if you can hear us right now we want you on the show bro we want to discuss what is good what is good absolutely <laughs>
0: definitely what's good and um you just want to you know hear hear about the inspiration behind the track um he he spoke boldly to the culture uh specifically mm-hmm. the urban community mm-hmm. black community whatever however you want to word it he was very specific saying listen There's a lot of toxic, toxic things that go on within our culture that we celebrate that we should not celebrate. At least that's what I got out of some of it. Uh, What's your what's your thoughts on
2: it? Oh, man. He just told the truth. Exactly what you're saying. Like this is part five. And so the face that he morphed into, he Mm -hmm. you know, when he was rapping and I didn't know it until I started reading it, that, you know, he was rapping from that perspective or in that context. And I that is dope in itself but i love how he's saying something's got to change you know it's overdue i mean Mm -hmm. it's overdue and i think some christians settle on this well it's always going to be like this and it's like yeah but you know what we we still can make some changes in this earth you know we Mm -hmm. can we can do better trust me we can do better it doesn't I just agree. have to be like this. Yeah, no. So I shout out to you, Kendrick. Like he he killed this. He smashed it. And uh-huh. yes, guys, if you're going to go search for it, if you're going to go look for it, you know we are a faith-based brand here at The Fix. And this song is not a faith-based song. It does have a lot of truth in it, though.
0: And, and, and for my believers, stop it. Don't, don't 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 come on here and be all deep now. Don't 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 let me uh pull up on y'all when y'all got y'all Beyonce on and no. you know what I'm saying, uh tra trace songs in them. You know, don't don't, don't act like don't that. that. Migos, you know what I'm saying, little you know
2: U- Uzi Bert,
0: you know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that. Don't don't come they- on here and do that. <laughs>
2: They want the warnings, bro. I'm oh, they want the to, warnings. We yeah, have to you give, give the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, you got to just call out we there. Is, we know it's probably
0: one of the trending topics that's been talked about over the last 24 hours. Oh, we are going to act like we we up under a rock and we didn't see it. huh? <laughs> Oh, okay. You, you're right. you right, Dice. Forgive me. Forgive me. Well, was, uh, I
2: know. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> We're back. You're tuned in to The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And, of course, our mission here is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music mm-hmm. that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Mm-hmm. We're back, you guys. Here we go. We're back <laughs> in, in rare form. We have another hot show for you guys today. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. If you're getting up this morning, get on up. Get on up. Be that motivation today at work. We pray that you if you're getting ready for work or if you're on your ride to work, you have a productive day today. And listen, yeah. you know, we, of course, we got another hot show again for y'all today. Um, I was able to, uh, go backstage once again, um, with a, uh, music producer. Uh, he also does artist development as well as he's a festival. Um, coordinator and the CEO mm-hmm. of the affinity music festival, mm-hmm. Sammy pray. So I'm definitely going to take you on that backstage interview. He dropped a lot of gems, um, he was able to uh, talk about the music industry, specifically the festival uh side of it and what that looked like. And I think a lot of people don't even understand the whole festival music scene and the power of it, especially within the faith-based uh, substance. You know, we have the Coachellas and all these other big uh festivals, but, you know, what he's trying to do with the Infinity Music Festival is very powerful. So, yes, you definitely want to stick around for that interview. And, of course, Dice, you know, she just I, you know what? I, I got to get roses when they time to get roses. My, my sister come out with, with these all these different Real Talk topics <laughs> that just keep y'all accountable. We're going to just start calling it the <laughs> accountability, accountability topic.
2: Accountability hour. <laughs> <Right on> topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hour, whatever yeah, you yeah, want to
0: call it. What are we talking about today, guys?
2: Oh, man, we're talking about tips to fight temptation. You know, oh, temptation, it comes for you every day. I know uh-huh. it probably came from one of y'all this morning and you just... You, know, you, you got to fight it. You got to fight it.
0: You, you got to get Shaniqua off your lap. Huh? You fight, get it? Huh? fight it. Fight it. Uh, fight it.
2: That, uh, huh? that ain't your wife yet, <laughs> huh? Ain't your wife? Not your wife.
0: Not huh? your Mookie, not- get Mookie, get Mookie out the house. <laughs> Mookie coming in the back door. Uh
2: uh-uh, oh, not Mookie. <laughs> not Mookie. Not Mookie sneaking in and out. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about those tips to fight temptation. You know, like everybody is tempted. So mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think we talk about it enough. I think people mm-hmm. just kind of know what's going on and they don't say nothing or try to change. But it's like we're gonna help y'all change today. Y'all gonna learn. Praise,
0: praise mm-hmm. God. I, I, I'm gonna learn from this too <laughs> as well y'all, 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 y'all might not <laughs> yeah. learn. I'm gonna learn from this today I, I i promise you temptation is rough <laughs> listen you already know man we we got some uh fire music for y'all today too as well so we're gonna start it off with uh you know new one day they didn't know part two keep it mm. locked you tuned into the fix What's good family your boy dj focus checking in listen live at the infinity music festival man listen such a powerful event going down in atlanta georgia and i'm sitting right here with mr infinity music tour man infinity music festival send me praise man the
1: the the liaison
0: who put all this together man how you doing sir
1: man i just want to say it's an honor focus honestly to be here i'm just happy to be on the show i'm happy to have you out to see so many extraordinary artists mm-hmm. travel from all over the country to come together to glorify jesus through a whole bunch of different genres of music and just come out and lift up the name
0: no i agree with you wholeheartedly so for the people who may not know you and don't know what infinity music festival is take us back how did this start and and what exactly is infinity music festival for well,
1: you know, there's there's a big build up to it, but you know, to keep a layout really so that everyone can have full clarity on it, what we got going on right now is Infinimini. So this is just a teaser. You know, this mm-hmm. is a little little opening to show everybody what is to come. Mm-hmm. With The large Infinity Music Festival, that will come in 2023, and that's the real Infinity Music Festival. And this is all real, but this is just the mini version to really lay the groundwork and create the network and bring everybody out and create a family out of the process. And that's why we've decided to coin the term The Infinity Project. Because this is a project. Gotcha. There's a whole project behind this. We got a lot of concerts coming up this year. We got revival events coming up this year. We're serving a whole bunch of ministries, partnering with a whole bunch of ministries, and really just laying this thing out to spark revival in a new type of way and a light that typically wouldn't be seen.
0: That's amazing. So talk a little bit about just you starting this. Why start this?
1: Man, see for what it is on my side of things, I'm highly skilled in throwing concerts and throwing music festivals. I've been trained all over the nation. I've DJed for many large events. Mm -hmm. But over the past couple years, I've been chasing after the heart of Jesus with all my mind, heart and soul. And I've been in the mission field. I've been doing evangelism. I've been getting different types of training, doing Bible school and everything within that sense. And as I came out of that season, and as I was really looking to see what was next, God put it on my heart to use what I was trained in, now with my biblical worldview and my missionary mindset, to create a mobile missionary movement where I can organize and curate specialized events that help lift up other ministers that are using their skills and talents and their rapping skills, their DJing skills, their singing skills to just glorify the name of Jesus and do something different in the world. So, what, what, when was
0: it that you knew you had that call to submit to? listen to God to do it specifically for the gospel realm. Because I I feel like you could be doing this on a larger scale for mainstream artists because I, I feel like you're skilled at what you're doing and doing it, but it had to be some type of pivotal moment to where God said, listen, I need you to do it for me. When was that mm.
1: moment? So that was 2020, which was the craziest year of my entire life, but nonetheless, the best year of my entire life. And what I like to really label 2020 as is a year of restoration. You know, a lot of people see it as a year of downfall or a year that was just in the dirt. But what I see it as is a time that the Lord was plucking people's feet from the net and restoring his church to be prepared for a revival in this decade. And I like to call it the praising twenties. You know, a century ago we were in the roaring twenties, but now we're in the praising twenties and as God plucks my feet from the net at the beginning of 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, at first He said, You gotta sacrifice it all. I put it all on the altar. I, you know, I gave up touring, I gave up being a DJ, I gave up working on events, I gave up everything within the music industry. And I said, I'm just gonna chase after your heart. And that's when I decided to join Youth with a Mission. What a lot of people know is YWAN, and just start really getting the training and going out and doing outreach all over the nation. So, after some time and some seasons doing that and really getting myself in motion to be able to be in ministry and understand how to navigate my way through ministry, well, as we came into this, the end of 2021, coming into 2022, that's when God was like, okay, now. You know what you're doing on both sides And you can take what you learn in the secular world You can bring it into the sacred And you can take what the enemy meant for evil And turn it for good That's amazing I feel like you are looking to attack Like street ministry. I know.
0: feel like cause that's you know, from what I'm hearing, that's I feel like maybe you have offered that. Can you speak to street ministry? Do you feel like you're gonna more travel and maybe do more community events and festivals within communities? Is that where you're gearing yourself to or you looking to do like major productions and like, you know, big buildings and stuff like that too as well?
1: So both, you know, okay. it's on it's on multiple different levels. I'm i highly trained in street ministry as well. I've been all across the country. Last year, I went to 50 cities in 60 days, evangelized in downtown all over the nation and did street outreach, you know, really went to the hood of Philadelphia and New York City, you know, all throughout Brooklyn and just all over the country, L.A., Denver. Wherever, if there's a major city, most likely I've been there and I've preached the gospel. So I have a huge heart for just going out and almost going raw with it, you know, and bringing it to the street, But also at the same time, I love doing concerts. I love doing big productions. So depending on what ministry we're partnering with at that point in time, it could be a big festival. Or we could just be setting up some DJ gear and some microphones and go out and pop up on the beach and just starting to minister and starting to throw it out. It all depends on what our view is, on what we want to do that specific day. And whatever it is, I'm ready for it because whether one soul gets gets saved or whether tens of thousands souls get saved at once, well, the kingdom of heaven rejoices. So I'm here to make it happen. Do you have a favorite
0: sound or a favorite with it, because you have everything here today. I mean, you got CCM, you got Goss, you got Christian Hip-Hop, you got the dubstep DJ. Do you have a specific sound that
1: you like? Who so I do, I'm, I'm a music connoisseur. I love music of all sorts. And that's why we have all of this out here is to bring that to life. But me specifically, I like to minister through bass music. Okay. So the EDM sector, you know, dubstep, drum and bass, house music, garage music, a lot of UK music, UK grime, everything within that. I like to infuse hip hop with that and create DJ sets that are just way out of the box. Mm -hmm. No,
0: that's amazing. And I I love it too as well. I think it's much needed uh, to hear that sound. Why do you think... At this time, I feel like, sonically, gospel music, Christian music, is just as good, if not better, than mainstream music. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we're still, it still feels like we're kind of behind, or maybe that's just me. What's your take on that? Do you feel like, right now, sonically, everything lines up? Why are we not getting these? Is it the exposure we're not getting? Is it that the main uh,
1: gatekeepers don't want to let us in? Well, you know, really? after very careful observation and seeing you know christian music is on a large level but it's not the same as in the secular world and doesn't have as large a following even though 2.2 billion people across the planet claim to be followers of jesus 2.2 billion 2.2 billion and you know we got about seven billion people out here so that's a lot of people and that's a good percentage but you would think with that many people following the name of jesus that the Christian music industry would be more explosive. Now, what I come down to seeing it as is in the secular world, people idolize the artist. They latch on to an artist and they latch on to a sound and they chase after the heart of that and they get attached to it. Now, the good thing within the Christian realm, people are chasing after the heart of Jesus. So, a lot of times they're not necessarily worried about who the artist is as long as it sounds good. Now, with going into this new eruption of praise, like I said, what I like to call the praising 20s, with Maverick City hitting right. clock charts, you know, breaking the boundaries in worship, the tribal movement, and taking CCM and gospel and combining it and hitting that middle point and everything that is to come, I believe that with all of these new genres coming about, more people can relate that typically wouldn't find themselves in a church building. They typically wouldn't find themselves listening to a gospel record because they're hearing it either through something spontaneous that isn't cookie cutter. They're hearing it through hip hop, which they love. They're hearing it through EDM or anything else. Now they can begin to relate with it like they relate with the world, but put Jesus in the center of it, which then makes it so much better than it could ever be. No, I
0: agree. What's your, what's your take on, do you think it's a good thing for more mainstream artists to come forth and express their faith, especially within their artistry. We know Kanye West has been doing it. Justin Bieber has done it, Chance the Rapper. Is this a good look for the gospel uh, for us, or even Snoop Dogg had the whole two CD gospel project. Is this a good look for us, or is it a bad thing?
1: Well, before I say my opinion, I'm gonna say- This is gonna be
0: good then. i love, say- love
1: going <laughs> When you put that disclaimer in there, that means it's gonna be good. i <laughs> The world's opinion is that these guys like Bieber, these guys like Kanye, you know, that are big up there in the mainstream, claiming the name of Jesus, but then still doing questionable things that are in the world performing at places like Coachella or these other big events that are right along secular artists and right along a bunch of, well, non-Christian situations. People partying, people acting up, people acting a fool, people doing drugs, all that they think that that's muddy in the waters now how i see it as is if you're not willing to go into these types of places and you're not willing to be in front of these types of people then how are we going to save that era of people how are we going to save that sector of people if we're not willing to preach the gospel in the middle of the gates of hell and drag people out then who's going to do it you know jesus we're the hands and feet and he's working through us, but we gotta be bold and courageous to be within them realms and go there and do so. And that's why I respect Bieber. That's why I respect Kanye. You know, they don't have it all together. Nobody's perfect. We get that. And they got a lot of pressure on them. They got a whole lot of pressure on them. But nonetheless, seeing Kanye next to Drake, preach the true uncompromised gospel in front of 42 million people, On that Amazon live stream that they did a couple months ago, that's beautiful to me. Seeing the name of Jesus proclaimed to that many people across the globe, that is magnificent. I went to the Justin Bieber concert a couple weeks ago here in Atlanta, okay? As I'm going in, there's fire and brimstone preachers outside telling me I'm a sinner because I'm going into a Justin Bieber concert. I'm like, listen. He's going to be proclaiming the name of Jesus tonight. I need to see what this is like and observe for myself if there is any compromise. I go in and I'm always very observant with the production, with the imagery that's coming through the production, because I've seen some crazy things. I've seen some events that push out some demonic imagery. I've seen people claim things that they don't stand behind. Justin Bieber came out on stage in front of 20,000 people here in Atlanta a couple weeks ago, and the first thing he said when he came out on stage is, I represent Jesus Christ. He is my Lord, he is my King, he is my Savior, he is my Master, he is my God. Whatever you believe, you are welcome here, and you are family here, but I want to tell you what I believe, and I believe that because Jesus is love, and that's the truth. And he started out with a worship song and then went into his regular secular songs. You know what I mean? And there's a couple couple little things in it, but he didn't do anything that pushed over the line to where I felt compromised, let alone the people that were there would have felt compromised. So I see that and I'm like, this is right. This is a time and I believe that there's many more, very large artists that will be following that and stepping out in their faith and claiming that. That's a big part of the movement that we have here is with having all the sectors of music, we want to start bringing out some secular artists. We'll say like T.I., like Young Jeezy, like Little Wayne, and putting them in to an environment where they can meet people and be discipled by seasoned Christians that have skill sets just like them. But if we don't create the atmosphere that can welcome them where they feel comfortable at the same time they're not gonna step into that. do
0: oh, you think people don't wanna bridge that gap and do things like that?
1: Well, the biggest thing about it is, is a lot of times it's the guidance from their management or their agency, and they're the ones who pay them. They're the ones who make sure that they get the big bucks and they wanna make sure that they're sustainable, that they can last a long time. And they take the professional advice of those that are advising them. But I believe that if we create the right type of events that we can put the secular along next to the sacred and almost create a type of Elijah situation where, you know, call down your God and we'll call down ours and we'll see who really shows up. And when we see that, they'll see the spirit move and they can't deny it glory of God. Listen, I'm excited just to be a part of it, man. Uh,
0: keep me in the loop, because what you're talking about, I think is very much needed. It's very important. And I think to bridge that gap, I think when we talk about discipleship, we don't talk about the relationship part of it enough. Mm. A lot of people want, like you said, a lot of these mainstream artists to change. We don't know who behind closed doors, if they have a pastor, an elder, or a friend that's kind of discipling them. And then to your point, if we don't make these events where they can come out to where we can build a relationship and start having some conversations, we don't know where it will go. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I think it's relationship building. And, and let God be God And sometimes that's it too as well Sometimes we gotta let
1: God be God I think we try Straight to be God Come on Come on <laughs> You can speak to that Go ahead. Go ahead You can speak to that Man So many times We work out a strife You know We start striving We see our own skills and talents And we're like Oh we can do this You know We can carry this Even though we represent Jesus We're like Oh well, we got this mm-hmm. And no 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 You wouldn't have That in your back pocket and able to understand how to do that unless you were granted the power from Jesus in the first place. Unless the Lord put that on your heart or directed you in your life to be able to learn these types of things. So by letting God be God and just letting him flow through us as the vessels that we are and recognizing that he is the one pulling the strings and actually being willing to be obedient and stay sensitive to the spirit and where it's leading us Well, then we can let God be God. And that's when we're really gonna start seeing a radical shift in the trajectory of not only the music industry, not only events, but in personal artists and personal people's lives that follow them. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would you change? Man, if I could change one thing about the music industry, honestly, it would be the fact that it's so cutthroat. Mm-hmm. I come from the secular world. I've seen it, you know? It's like it's like corporate America. You'll get clipped if you don't pay attention real quick. And there's always, there's always somebody else that can do what you do and probably do it better. But if you're gonna walk something out in integrity, if you're gonna walk something out with excellence, and you're gonna do it in the type of way that carries morals with it, then I don't wanna see your wings get clipped when you're doing the right things. But so many times I've seen people in the secular world that even though they're doing the right thing, when someone sees the opportunity, they get the boot. And that's what I want. That's a huge reason why I just love the Christian worship. And I don't even want to call it industry. I want to say worship culture to music industry. Because there's a culture behind this and there's a culture of honor that goes with that. And that's well, as being followers of Jesus, we uphold that. And I mean, I see that emanating through you. I see that emanating through so many of these artists and just by being able to honor each other, that's what's going to show the rest of the world that what they have is different, what they have is real and what they have is joy because we got to save. Listen, I want to give you roses
0: while you're still living, Sammy. I'm definitely proud of you. I'm definitely uh, just blessed to be a part of this event. This is major. And I I pray that God gives you every resource, every person that you need to continue to keep this going. Can you tell the people how they can uh, connect with you and uh, the entire Infinity Music Project, how to follow you guys and their websites and
1: everything? Absolutely. So check us out on Instagram, the underscore infinity project. That's infinity with an I on the end and not a Y. You can check us out on Facebook, the infinity project as well. If you want to friend request me on Facebook, you can find me as Sammy Praise. And along with that, just keep your eyes peeled because we're going to be coming through a lot of different artists feeds over this next year. And as you see us, just reach out, you know, talk to us. We want to hear about your life. We want to hear about what you want to see happen in music, because this isn't a single man or a single team effort. We want to be able to create unity within the body of Christ, and not in a uniform type of way, in a type of of out-of-the-box way. So I just want to say, Focus, you're a legend, man. I'm so grateful to be on the show today. I'm so grateful to have you out. You've been making moves, and to be able to have a seasoned veteran such as yourself just out here, really picking apart and seeing what the deal is with this new movement, it means so much to me. So all the followers listening out there, make sure you stay tuned in to all of his shows because he got a whole bunch of artists coming through, and I know they're gonna keep rolling out. I love every single one of you, and thank you for having me out, bro, for real. Appreciate
0: this, Sammy Praise. Keep it locked. you tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. We tune back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, DJ Focus, and Dice Gamble. And listen, let's uh, hop into this real talk topic. What we got going today, Dice?
2: Well, we are talking about tips to fight temptation. So uh, we all know that we get tempted. We all are tempted. Temptation does come our way. However, how are you fighting it? How do you push it away? How do you fight it off? Let me tell you this. Top 10 temptations of humans are as follows. Coffee, tobacco,
0: Wait! Wait, wait a minute. Coffee, you, yeah, you, yeah, you're number one on this. Wait the a minute. What in the world is going on? you number one on this. Wait a minute. Is that a credible source? Wait this a minute. This is very
2: credible. <laughs> Coffee is number one I mean it is what it is I mean I mean you know these are these are the temptations and the addictions and number one is coffee number two is tobacco number three is alcohol number four is sex number five is drugs number six is gambling seven is the internet eight is video games nine is food and ten I don't understand this one is work I'm sure that's all y'all out there But uh, some people uh, are unbalanced in in this in one of these categories. Hopefully that's not you. But if it is you, we're going to talk about tips to fight temptation today. All right. You ready to get into this?
0: Yeah, let's talk about this coffee because I feel a certain type of way. Come on, what you what tips you got for me as a coffee drinker in the world? You know what I'm saying? I'm out here trying to live my yeah. best life in the morning with my Folgers.
2: Well, the <laughs> biblical rule is anything that, uh, you know, you place above God is sin. And, you know, we already know, like every day you get up and if you haven't thanked God or said your prayer or did a meditation of some sort or really... You know, giving God His due, and you go for the coffee first, then you got a problem. Okay, I'm good. Then. I'm okay, good. you good. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Um, temptation is a heart issue, so that's typically uh, where the problem is. It's not necessarily the thing. You know, a lot of people who deal with addiction, as we all know. I don't know if any of you walk that path. I know I most definitely have. It's a heart issue. It's not necessarily that the thing is is making you, you know, eat it, drink it, deal with it. It's it's something going on inside of you. So we're just here to kind of help you focus on this hump day. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get into some words and we're going to go straight to Proverbs. Proverbs 25, verse 28. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city... That is broken down and without walls. So that just means once you get to a certain point, you let anything in. You know what I mean? You ever think about a city uh, that's broken down with no walls? Everybody has access, anything has access. And, you know, the scripture is just teaching us to uh, have some type of composure and restraint over yourself. So, focus, what do you think? Do you have anything going on in your life that you just are out of control with and you know it and you're like, I don't have, other than the coffee, because you said you're focused on that so anything? i think
0: yeah absolutely so i, I i've constantly I, i've been in a, a a constant battle i would say the last couple of years with battling with um overeating just being honest mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. um I, I know that's one that a lot of people don't look at um as a sin but gluttony is definitely a sin <laughs> um so yes that's one that I, I, i've been struggling with i've been mm-hmm. trying to I, I do i do very much i do better than i was doing
2: mm-hmm. um
0: so, my wife does a great job of, you know, preparing different meals for me. I'm a snacker. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's what it is. It's, it's not really, even though it falls in the gluttony category, it's not like <laughs> I'm just sitting at a table and buffet styling it all day. That's not, that's not the reality. The reality is I overeat snacks. Mm-hmm. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you're a coffee drinker, you know, with those coffees, there, there's these pastries that go great with them you know middle of the day reesey cups pray for me lord help me (laughs) reesey cups is you know just you know i'm just saying you know so yeah the snacking is definitely um something that i need to get a little bit better under control so i'm a work in progress i'm not afraid to admit it i'm a work in progress i'm not there
1: yet
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a, a a pen and notebook. It don't matter. Can't even explain the shelves that I have going on over there. The stack full of journals and notebooks and pens.
0: But, you, of, but you're a writer though. That 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 should be cool though. Nah,
2: right? bro. Bro, I'm a writer. But when I say I am not over there writing in all of those <laughs> the books that I have. It's just a it's a thing. I go into the store. Home Goods is my number one store. That's my mm. store because they have all the stuff on you know it's discounted. But man, I mean, I got leather, diamonds encrusted notebook, just ridiculous stuff it doesn't even make any sense And uh, mm-hmm. but I but I, but I I know that I, I, that's just my thing and I really don't need another notebook for the rest of my life if I can put that at the perspective wow. or, or a pen I just don't I don't yeah yeah y'all pray for me
0: are you just uh. caught up are you just caught up in, that you feel like you just have to buy one every time you're out is that what you're saying oh
2: yeah I ask my husband to bring one home it's bad it's a habit I mean it's a thing it's not even I'm not even joking I'm not making that up just because I write and I'm a writer like I always use my laptop to really write my stories or words or songs but uh -uh. it's just I feel like I need a notebook and a Mm. pen every time I leave the house yeah so now that you know me and you see me next uh we're going to talk about how people can be a problem when it's concerning your temptation Mm -hmm. okay some people can be a problem concerning your temptation so if you are out there and you're like, man, I feel like I'm tempted to do A, B, and C, but every time I want to do that, it seems like this particular person is around me or they were there or we go to do it together. Yeah. Like if you, if you find yourself in that pattern, then, um, we have to start some type of separation if you want change. And first Corinthians 15, says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. So this has been happening for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, guys. This is nothing new. It's, I mean, we got a clear scripture that's been uh, it's been well documented that people could be a problem. Have you ever had anybody in your life that was a problem focused? Yes. So. As <laughs> he <laughs> see, see what
0: happened was. <laughs> So, no, no, I I think absolutely. I think when you when you first develop your uh, authentic relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. and you want to change, especially when you didn't have it earlier on, Mm -hmm. um, like teenage years going into your adulthood. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to really reevaluate like a lot of your friends Mm -hmm. who may not want to change as fast as maybe you're changing, Mm -hmm. because it's one of two things. Either you pull them or they pull you. Yeah. at least from my experience. I, that's been my experience. Either you pull them mm. or they pull you. So, yeah, are you pulling, trying to pull them out of darkness or are they pulling you back to darkness? That's usually how it, it, <laughs> it, it, it went for me and my experiences. So, yes, some of my friends when I first started to, I would say about 05, 06, is when I really started to transition and say, all right, you know, I'm going to stop doing a lot of these things, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Started to mm-hmm. hold myself accountable. I found myself, yes, some of the friends, If I would go around them, they didn't respect that. They didn't care. You know, all right, that's your choice. Boom, Mm. you do it. So I would find myself in these little circles and I'm like, oh, you know, Mm. find myself going back to doing the stuff that I'm trying to stop doing. So, Mm -hmm. yes, I had to move myself out that circle until I was strong enough to be able to say, resist some of those sinful temptations that were coming in my way.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a very good point that you bring up right there. I think. God has delivered a lot of people from certain things and uh, some people maybe you know maybe they were hanging with the crowd that you know was you know doing heavy drugs or you know drinking really heavily and it was just causing them to backslide or to just fall off the wagon and uh, sometimes you do have to separate yourself I know it's hard to do when it's people you love or their friends you grew up with you know and it's like man I just want to hang out and have fun and be around people that I care about but um, it's okay to take a break I mean, I've had the same thing happen to me. Like I had to separate from a certain crowd and later on I was able to, you know, be around them, but it's just like, man, uh, I think when God is trying to do something in you and through you, you really do have to kind of uh, stay focused, you know, and prayed up and and kind of guarded uh, so that, you know, people aren't tempting you while you're trying to grow in God. So, all right, well, we are going to move on to... 1 Corinthians 6 and 12, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any of them. Don't let things control you is the point of this scripture. Don't let Mm -hmm. things control you. Don't put anything above God. You shouldn't give anything any more power uh, in your life, more power than God has in your life. It's easy to do. It's easy to fall into it. And, it. and you know what? It's actually easy to get out of it. If you if you want to get out of it. This is my perspective concerning um, like drugs. So I, I don't know about all of you, but I definitely have had my stint of all kinds of drugs. And I remember, um, I, what was it? First Corinthians. It? What is it? Y'all know the verse. Yes. Yeah, 10 and 13. God has always given us a way out. I had somebody give me that scripture and I just prayed that scripture over and over. And I meditated on that scripture. And I asked God to, Make this scripture true in my life. There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with mm. the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. So there is always a way out. You have to pick it, though. You really, really have to pick it. So if you're listening and you're challenged, like if you find yourself always being tempted, there is a way out. You know, you may have to just pray and ask God to show you that way, you know, and then also pray and say, Lord, please give me the strength to take the way out when I see the way, you know, or when you reveal it to me. So,
0: you know, that was something that I had to do. I, I, I struggled with um, stopping smoking weed um, when, when I want to kind of change my life. I would, that was one of the things, one mm-hmm. of my pet peeves, mm-hmm. I used to uh, brag about it. I said, you know, I was, I was going to smoke weed to the day I died." but yeah, <laughs> God showed me, no, seriously, no, sir, anybody who knew me back mm-hmm. then was like, this is what I did. A thing. But um, like you said, I had to start looking at scripture differently mm-hmm. when he kind of convicted me. And the one that spoke out to me was uh, Hebrews 4 and 15, mm-hmm. where it talked about God and how he was tempted by every single sin that came his way. Mm-hmm. But yet he did not sin. Mm-hmm. So I, that just made me just like open my eyes saying like, all right, if, if I am following this person who literally had, he could have did anything he wanted to do mm-hmm. at any given time. But mm-hmm. he even resisted sin. I need to do the same thing. So that was one of the scriptures because you you, said you brought that up. You say you know in those those trying times mm-hmm. when you feel like you's being tempted, mm-hmm. you got to put some some meat on it. That's what I call it. You got to mm-hmm. put some meat on some that meat thing. On so <laughs> make right. sure no nah, y'all ain't eating real food out there. Get some That's meat.
2: That's right. That's right. I know it's it's good. It's it's so good. You know. um, obviously I've heard a thousand sermons and it's rare that I ever remember the pastor's name, but I always remember uh, a word. And uh, the pastor was talking about one day, your flesh, like if you're trying to understand your temptation and, and your, your challenges and um, just what this flesh really, really wants, he was like, it's made of the dirt. So it Mm. wants to, it wants to return to the dirt. So everything is about death. Like the flesh, you know, it's, it's going to die anyway, and it's going to return back to the dirt, but it's made up of everything that the dirt is made of. So there's a commonality there. And when I, when I heard that picture and I could kind of see it in my mind, I was like, man, that just makes sense. I'm going to always fight my flesh. My flesh does not want life for me. It really does want death for me, like from sweets to not sleeping to overindulging, you know, to just you know, on the internet until two o'clock in the morning, my eyes dry, you know, like this flesh doesn't understand the care that you really need to give it. The crazy part is I was doing some research on the percentage of what we're made of versus the galaxy or, you know, and the earth. And we're 97% made up of the same exact thing. And then we are equal in our weight of oxygen, the galaxy and our bodies. But just to have a real example of, no, you really are (laughs) made up of where you know of things around you you know like i really appreciated that and um just researching out a little bit uh they're called the building blocks of life carbon hydrogen nitrogen oxygen phosphorus and sulfur for those of you who don't think i researched that i really did but um anywho we gotta go to break uh, uh, you uh, want to keep going we yeah oh, go i break. thought we were gonna <laughs> keep going okay well we'll be no, back no,
0: huh? <laughs> keep it locked you're tuned into the fix tune back into the fix your source of faith infused hip hop RB and poetry DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, mm-hmm. check him back in. Listen, we in the middle of this great, great real talk topic. Mm-hmm. Um Dice, you said some stuff uh before we went to break this temptation <laughs> What's is <that>? real. Listen, <laughs> well what do, you know, you, you said so much just on fighting the temptation. Yeah. Um I like how you, you Before we went to break, we we talked about scriptures that helped us to Mm -hmm. resist some of Mm -hmm. the temptations we were trying to overcome. Mm -hmm. Why why do you think so many people, one, don't even identify that this is a temptation or a struggle? Because I think some people are just going through the motions if we be real. Why do you Mm -hmm. think they don't say, you know what, this is something that keeps me stumbling, keeps me falling from my faith, you know?
2: I mean, it's just habits. I mean, it happens. Oh, okay. Fam- family habits, too. I mean, gosh, I could sit here and think about a lot of family ha- habits that we just do in our family. Yeah, but they they temptations. They really, really are. I mean, but if you do something often, it just becomes, you know, a habit things that you just do you just it's just your go-to it's your ideal way to relax or you think it's relaxing you a lot of times it's just um nerves or stress or you know like we're just looking for an escape here luke 16 and 10 says do not start these bad habits it starts out saying uh, one who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much and one who is dishonest in very little is also dishonest and much. So it's just a good scripture and a good reminder that you need to create good habits of being faithful or, um, even taking care of yourself, you know, and then when you start to lie to yourself and say that this is healthy or this is okay. And this is just what you do. Then guess what? You are lying in another area of your life in some way, shape or form because you're creating this habit of not. Uh, being honest with yourself first, so don't start that bad habit, like because it just it just gets worse, you know. But um, you can get your focus back, get your focus back. Like we already went over temptation in uh, Corinthians and how nothing's going to come your way that you can't overcome. There's a couple things with this, with with the tips today. It's like God wants to give you all of your blessings. You know, God is not trying to keep things from you. God wants to bless you in every single way. You you got you got to show up. You know, show up and don't be out there being tempted. <laughs> You might miss your blessing yeah. Why you <laughs> while trying to go. You don't even got tempted and you just you're, you're off the path. You know, you really you really can miss your blessing. And I know there are a lot of you out there. You've done that before where you're like, man, I, I shouldn't have done that. I should have just went, you know, over this way. And, you know, it is what it is. You live and you learn. There is forgiveness and grace. And then we're going to keep on moving. But temptation is not the voice of Jesus. It's not the voice of God. So focus if you ever had just the idea in your head and you don't know where it came from, like like a spiritual attack of some sort. But I have before, like I never forget. One day I kept hearing a voice say to drink the uh, laundry soap. I never forget it. I was in South Carolina a couple of years ago and I was like the devil is a lie. And I promised you for like a week I kept going back to the laundry room and I kept hearing that voice. And I was like, somebody is really out to get me right now. Like this is a whole attack, you know, mm. and I really had to hunker down in prayer. And these are things we as, we as Christians, we don't really talk about because it's so spooky or scary or no, nah, that's not a thing. It's like that voice that is not God is a thing, you know. So when we're talking about temptation, sometimes it's not just me being tempted to go get something I like. It could be me being tempted to harm myself, me being tempted to harm somebody else, me being tempted to do something that I know I would never, ever do, but I just, you know, this thing is coming, it's coming at me, you know, and it's suggesting that I, you know, do something I know is not healthy or, or it's going to harm me. So um, you can,
0: go ahead. No, please. that's real. And I I, I think um, you, you have to be careful. You, you, hit a, you hit a lot of points. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. The spiritual part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't uh, continue to feed your spirit, mm-hmm. the word of God mm-hmm. and meditate on God to make sure you're hearing his voice clearly. I think that's that's when a lot of us as believers, we fail and we don't meet the mark because everything that you put into, like you said, it starts off as a thought. Yeah. Or it might start off visual, you know, something some people, you, see, you know, yeah. consuming something more on social media on TV that triggers something and you know, for, you know what, you know, for my, my mm-hmm. people who struggle with lust or struggle with porn, pornographic material, you know, just trying to get that stuff out. Your spirit is so, so hard. So you have to be careful with mm-hmm. what you watching, what you scrolling through. My, my wife is good. She's always telling me, "All right, not, you know, watch who you following. you know, watch this. <laughs> no, no, that's real because yeah. e- even though, you know, I know I'm not trying to do anything, mm-hmm. um, other people's intentions or what they put on social media can feed my spirit in a Mm -hmm. way to where, yep, the enemy is always looking to get us off. You you hit it on the nose. The enemy is always looking to get us off of, out of our purpose. Mm -hmm. Just as much as God wants us in our purpose and he wants to use us and wants to be a blessing to us, the enemy is real right there. Mm -hmm. And to your point, he's just like dangling the canly. We have have to accept the bait. Now, now he he can't force us to take it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? So, yes, yes, you, you have to stay spiritual.
2: Mm -hmm. You do. Well, you 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 hit the nail on the head when you're talking about prayer, like how is your worship life? How is your prayer life? How is sacrifice in your life? How's your how's your meditation? Uh, Like, you know, meditating on the things of God, like how well are you doing these things? Are you doing these things? You know, James four and seven. Says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Like you don't have to always combat something, or or always fight it, or always try to call it out, or you know, uh, go start a GoFundMe to <laughs> attack it. It's like you know, you can resist temptation. Yeah, we are not powerless. You know, we were not designed to be strengthless. And Second Timothy talks about this. Second Timothy one and seven. For God gave us a spirit, not a fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. You know, you you have been designed and created to resist, resist temptation. To your point, folks, you got to meditate on that word. You really have to spend some time with the Lord. You may fail. You may make a mistake. You may fall back. But you know what? You get back up and you start over. You do it again. You uh, really become a athlete in, in the word. So I um, want to give you some tips want to give you some tips to overcome. I know we've given scripture and we've talked about it, but if you ever find yourself being tempted, you have, have a come to Jesus moment, like have a song on deck, have a prayer partner on deck. Somebody you could just pick up the phone and maybe your friend, maybe a close friend, may not be a close friend at all. Just maybe somebody and you say, hey, I might need to call you one day and need you to talk me off the ledge. And I really want you to do that. Like there's nothing wrong with put stuff in place before you're going to be tempted. Don't wait if you know you have a weakness like go ahead and put four or five people on speed dial like and i'm just gonna keep calling y'all and one of y'all show up to my house you know if i need you there um fight for your life life is great god has great lives planned for all of us all right so that's one have a come to jesus moment two i got for you dig into god like we were talking about prayer and worship and yeah you can't go wrong getting in that word. Even if you get one scripture, uh, the 23rd Psalms, that was my favorite when I first came back to Christ. I was like, man, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, I shall not want for anything that's going to harm me. I shall not mm. want, I shall not want to be cuddled up with my ex boo, who I know don't care about me. Like, like the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want for anything. Like God provides all of our needs. And so, um, three, gratitude check think about all the good things God has brought you through already all the great things God has already done for you and just know that God will continue to do those things for you one more one more dive into fellowship get you a friend group make sure you got some people around you good people who are in support of where you're going where the Lord is taking you and share with them you know what your life should look like in Christ, what you want your life to look like in Christ. Let them know what you're working on and, you know, to build your uh, relationship even stronger. Let them in on that so that they can be there for you and support you. But, um,
0: Absolutely. I, I want to add uh, something to that. I, I think um, you also have to be careful of the little things. I think sometimes it's the smaller sins that lead us to the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, taking some time, taking a look at, What you're involved in, and you know what triggers certain things, Mm -hmm. and and I'm giving you stuff that worked for me. Yeah. So when when I was uh, first trying to um, one come out of the crowd, I was was uh, the crowd that I was hanging with that was causing me to sin and stuff. it, It was a process. So Off top, I was not able to just remove myself. So, almost kind of just say, All right, let me see. Let me stop. um, You know, what's a good example? Okay, so uh, I used to smoke cigarettes big time. So, Mm -hmm. I smoke cigarettes, I smoke weed, i drunk. So, Mm -hmm. I said, All right. let me stop smoking cigarettes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously, I had I had I had to, I had to take it in spurts. So I, would st- yeah. I, I was I was I was start not because I couldn't do it all everything cold turkey. Oh, yeah, so all right, yeah, yeah. I would stop. You know, smoking the cigarettes, I also had a, a gambling problem too as well. That was something that I was very much caught up in. Mm-hmm. Um, lottery every day, uh, card parties, shooting dice the whole night. So that was a whole another mm-hmm. thing that do. Mm-hmm. So I do. So I started you know stopped going to so many other card parties, and mm-hmm. I knew that stopped going to the other little gambling. Uh, Uh, rings I was going to and I found myself in those moments I would go and I would get in my word even Mm -hmm. if I didn't understand everything when Mm -hmm. I went back to church on Sunday I would get with an elder I would get with a deacon I say listen Mm -hmm. I'm not understanding this scripture and how it relates to me I need to understand how I can put some life principles behind this scripture you're telling me look in Proverbs and read uh, scripture from Proverbs every, every month for 31 days or 30 days whatever but I hear what it says, but how do I relate it to me? So I, I was able to go back into the church, which everybody keeps saying, we, they don't need the church. Yes, you do. The church is the community. You need believers who know more knowledge about scripture to help you sometimes. So this is where I was getting trained for like almost six months mm-hmm. before I was solid enough to read my word for myself pray for myself and understand how to hear from God for myself so Mm -hmm. these were things I had to. if I would have never came out of those little circles I was in and going to the sports events with with my partners and we would do this and do that I had to come out of that darkness so I I just want to give some you know the people some substance of real testimony (laughs) that really works so you know I think sometimes we don't share enough of those stories Mm -hmm. with the
2: people that's good man Ooh, this is a good subject man i i am um, i'm enjoying this talk um oh one more thing i wanted to say um i'm always talking to my sisters about life and the lives we've created and, and things like that and y'all know about uh there was, a, was it was a swimmer I, i'm sorry not the swimmer but the little cheerleader this past last week a oh, uh, little man. young girl that yeah yeah she we're she, praying yeah. for their,
0: their family too as well um I can't can't think of her name. No, no, I'm going to keep keep talking. I'm looking
2: her name up. Yeah. I know we're going to have a suicide talk one day. It's such a deep, heavy subject. Here's the thing. You can start over now, like a new life now. And I don't think people get that part. Like God is ready to help you start over now. Like it doesn't matter what you messed up. It doesn't matter. He's not oblivious To you and what you're doing in life to your screw up yesterday to your screw up today to your screw up in the in five hours uh you know like not oblivious just knows who you are loves you the way you are is right there for you to lean in and just or even just to be carried you know like stop putting all that pressure on yourself i mean here's here's the deal it's just a page in a chapter of the book of your life and the book is not over like this is literally just like a, a very brief moment and in five years or five days or maybe even five minutes, what just happened, it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. You keep on pushing and you keep on living. There's always something to live for and there's always that next moment, you know, and listen, don't 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 stay offended. Don't don't get upset. Everybody has emotions. Please process your emotions. Take the time you need to process, but do not stay there because self-pity is a form of self-worship, which is sin. And I promise you one day we're going to talk about this, but people who constantly have the poor me or victim mindset or even just keep talking about the negative, it starts to take away the attention of God in your life. So it's very it's just very very important to Always go and dig back into God. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be at church 24 hours a day, seven days a week. None of that. But just know that God has your back. Find you some men men and women of God who are great prayer warriors who will intercede for you. Like they, I know some people right now, I promise you, if anything's wrong in my life, it's, I got, the top three people that i know they will pray me out of anything they will come to the hospital i promise pray for me if i'm passed out and unconscious i'll probably get up and walk out barefoot like just you know i know people like that but find it find people in your life who have a story and a testimony and they know the power of god if you don't have enough faith mm-hmm. borrow, borrow their faith right. you know that's that's something i learned when you know coming back to Christ. crisis like man i I don't believe enough like, Lord, I believe help my unbelief, but also let me get around some people who they're going to constantly keep believing for me to get through this temptation or past this temptation or over this temptation. And just because I falter or fail or this walk looks shaky. It doesn't mean that I just give up like God. God is not giving up on me, you know, and I'm not going to give up on myself. You know, there's so many great things to come in, in your life. So I just, I, just, I just felt the need to say that because I'm like, man, thinking about the young lady and then also just people who yes. who I've talked to, you know, like I, I get those phone calls, you know, hey, I, I'm on the roof. I feel like jumping, but I have kids and and as men and women of God, like we get to fill these people up with god's word like in that moment you know like all that stuff that god has been downloading in you like that's that's your moment you pull that pull it out you know and you got to give it to other people but just know the average person always thinks that life sucks sometimes like that's so normal it's super normal but it's not gonna suck forever you know it is literally just a moment you will make it through it past it and and it gets better so be encouraged. Be be encouraged on this hump day.
0: The young lady's uh, name was actually um, Arlena Miller. Arlena uh, Southern, yeah, Arlena Miller. She went to Southern University, so we're definitely praying for her and her family.
2: You know, community matters a lot. And here's the thing: the enemy loves isolation. This is how he gets you. He gets you alone. He gets you hurt. He gets you where you you feel like you've been wronged. You're walking in unforgiveness. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you're addicted and you're walking in shame. Like the enemy will try to make you think you're crazy, and you're the only person on earth that feels like that. And the Mm. devil is a lie. You know what I'm saying? The Mm. devil is a lie. So that's why I'm like, it's important to keep communicating, keep yourself around people. Don't matter if you're struggling or not. Don't matter if you smell like a liquor store or drug store keep yourself around folk do not just walk your path alone you don't have to you just don't have to and so um because you know we need we need each other we got to stay open and communicate stay around people it's important when you're going through these challenges and being tempted and like I said it gets better believe you me we're praying for each and every one of you that struggles in this area but um it gets better
0: He's listen, better. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We'll be right <laughs> back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. <laughs> fix is
2: in.
0: You tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and listen this is the saddest moment of
2: the show (laughs) it always is sad when we have to leave but guess what we'll be back tomorrow
0: we will be back tomorrow uh i i I was able to sit down with sammy praise i definitely want to hear your feedback on the interview um anything you want to say dies
2: oh well shout out to you sammy for doing all these uh festivals and stuff and concerts and things and you know what for just being a good support of artists and ministers i appreciate uh the, inter- the interview and him talking about growth and training i think we don't talk about that enough in mm-hmm. the body as far as artists go like and people who are leading these events like it was just refreshing to hear him say I'm taking myself through a process as I'm trying to do things for other people because sometimes people are just doing it for the money, you know, and we, you know what I'm saying? So I I loved hearing him confess his why Um, he's in pursuit of God. I love that he's full of passion and on fire and um, he's, he loves men and women of God and he's being very supportive. And I like the fact that he wants to teach. So shout out to you, Sammy, shout out to the infinity festival.
0: Absolutely. Sure. We definitely appreciate you, uh, Sammy Praise. And we're definitely looking forward to future festivals because yeah, he made it very clear that was mm-hmm. just a small one. There is going to be mm-hmm. a bigger one coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we definitely want to keep you uh, up to date on that once he puts those details out. Yeah. Listen. Mm. Uh, as, as always, we appreciate y'all rocking with us today. Uh, kings and queens <laughs> go out and be great. Mm-hmm. Listen, you want to tap in with us tomorrow. We will have an exclusive interview, uh, with Angie Rose. So you definitely want to tap in with that tomorrow. Uh, that's going to be a hot one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got some other <laughs> stuff, uh, you know, for Friday, Thursday, right. Friday. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're going to slide on y'all. Y'all just got to tune in. I, that's you know, it? Y'all just got to tune in. <laughs> Listen, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement fixes in, out.